This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is ESPN Radio's Barton Hahn Podcast. All right, we roll into our number two, Barton Hahn, on an overreaction Monday, presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll get back to your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lots of reaction that we need to get. And we've got some interesting decisions also that some teams might have to make when it comes to the end of this season. And to do that and more, we love to bring in and talk to Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN NFL front office insider, who joins us right now. Mike T., how are we doing? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing? All right. So can you just settle maybe a debate that's going on here in regards to Jalen Hurts? And what we've seen now is he's led this Eagles team to a 12-1 start. And that is, where would you put him in the MVP race? Yeah, guys, he should be the MVP. Um, I don't think there's anybody else that's really in that conversation right now. Um, and if you go to uh, my Twitter feed at Real Tannenbaum, about an hour ago, I put out um, – a tweet about that. When you look at where he's really improved guys more than anything else is year over year. When the ball travels 20 yards or more down the field last year, he only threw two touchdowns and five picks this year. He has 12 touchdowns and one interception. So he had to improve on his downfield accuracy and he's done a great job of that. I mean, the, the argument has been that I think that he should be fourth at best. I mean, I think he's benefiting by going against easy competition they haven't played a game where they weren't the favorite against the opponent, where you look at Patrick Mahomes, you look at Joe Burrow, who I believe is coming, and I think if he beats uh, if he beats Lamar Jackson and he beats Josh Allen, then what more do you want to see? Decree, uh, I think strength of schedule matters, and he's been going against some tomato cans. But, Bart, one of the reasons they're favored is because of Jalen Hurts and what he could do running the ball – what he could do throwing the ball. Um, right now, like if we're just being objective and we're just evaluating them, how they're playing this year, I think he's the best player in the sport. And candidly, like, I don't even think it's really close. I think Mahomes and Burrow are having really good years. But right now, you take Jalen Hurts and you go with Garden Minshew, Philadelphia Eagles are an average football team. How about this? You, go, you, you take off Jalen Hurts and you put Joe Burrow on that team. What is that team? You take, you take Patrick really, Mahomes and put him over there. They're better. They're, they're better quarterbacks. It's not even close. Like, if I had to go prepare for Jalen Hurts or I had to go prepare for Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to lose sleep against Patrick Mahomes. I'm not losing sleep on Jalen Hurts. Well, this year you should because, again, what he could do with his legs, what he could do with his arm, that offense is really, really hard to defend, Bart, because he makes so many good decisions. You know, run-pass option, reading the end-man line scrimmage, throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. And now what else he can do? He can throw the ball deep. And those are, you know, when you go man-to-man, because that's what teams are going to try to do and, you know, to account for the in the run game, he, he's just, look what happened yesterday. You know, Don Martindale, blitz, try to pressure, and they couldn't hold up on the back end. And I think that's why they're so dangerous. All right, Mike T. So how about this? Are you, are you losing sleep as an opponent against Brock Purdy at this point? 
and what the 49ers looked like and what they did in beating the you know Tom Brady and the Bucks in the way they did it. Yeah, that was remarkable. Uh, I was, you know, it was shocking. You know, I, I think what we saw yesterday from an evaluation standpoint, guys, is like experience matters, and it, it was clear that you know Brock Purdy had a lot of experience, and and it showed up. And boy, did he play good! And the game wasn't too fast for him. And Todd Bowles shows a lot of looks, mm-hmm. and uh, I was really surprised how good he was. But he uh, he deserves a lot of credit. Are you are you surprised with how pedestrian Tua Tagovailoa looks now that he's playing the varsity? Because he was an MVP candidate who had a lot of bloated up records, and he had they hadn't lost they hadn't lost with him in in the lineup. And he's throwing to a four by one team, and he looked like an MVP MVP candidate until we had to play two varsity teams. Yeah, you know, Bart. I think what's fair about that is like you can make an argument that Tyreek Hill is one of the most valuable players in the league right now because. What he does, he, he can change a game quicker than anybody. And, uh, you know, last night was a great example of that very unusual touchdown. The other touchdown he scored, he puts so much pressure on, pressure on an opposing defense. So, um, look, two is struggling right now. Part of that's their offensive line. They got a lot of injuries. But to me, the guy that's been the big differentiator right now for them is Tyreek Hill. Mike Tannenbaum joining us right now, our ESPN NFL front office insider going around the NFL as week 14. Had some very interesting storylines yesterday on Sunday on overreaction Monday. Is it overreaction to, to, to think that the Dallas Cowboys, you know, continue to remind us we shouldn't believe too much in them after yesterday they barely got by the one-win uh, Houston Texans? I actually see that differently. I think that was a great win for Dallas. Like, they didn't have their A game. They had a goal line stand, and, you know, Bart, you know all about great goal line stands and what a great defense can do, and, you know, Dak put them in harm's way. But that's a complete victory for the team, Allen, and that's going to give them confidence coming down, um, you know, the stretch here. And uh, Dak made some uncharacteristic mistakes, and they could clean that up. I still think they're going to be hard to beat. Give me a team. Uh, give me a, I'm going to give you two teams, and you know, I want you to tell me which team you think has a better shot at making the playoffs. The New York Jets, after losing two hard-fought games, or the Detroit Lions, who suddenly look like the team you don't want to play against, and they play each other this coming week. I like Detroit because of their offensive line. I I don't think we give that offensive line enough credit, and that's allowed Jared Goff to really uh, play with a lot more confidence. And Amaran St. Brown is a really good player. Um, I don't know how great their defense is, and I think depending on what the weather is, guys, on Sunday, on paper, I think this could be a little bit of a high-scoring game. Uh, despite the Jets having good defense, Detroit's offense is rolling right now. Yeah, man, Jameson Williamson coming back. I think the Lions are one offseason from drafting two defensive players and getting three in free agency from being the king of that division for a long time. I think that's right, Bart. Uh, they have a chance to really – establish a really good foundation. I, I totally agree with that. Can I go back to the Brock Purdy 49ers story here for a minute, Mike? Because I'm just curious, and I know it's way early in the you know in the process. I mean, he had his first start, and I mean, what, what a memorable one it was for him. And the Niners certainly just keep, you know, keep rolling. If you're the Niners, like, do you have a tough decision to make here? I mean, you drafted, you moved up to draft Trey Lance. But you've got a guy that the team is responding to that's got some jam about him that clearly knows this offense and what to do with it and is more like way more ready to go than Trey Lance looked when they were trying to start him at the start of this season. 
Does this does this allow them to buy more time with Trey Lance? Does this give them another option? What is what do you see happening here if this kid ends up leading them to a postseason run? Yeah, it's a great problem to have. And look, I'm bringing back Trey Lance because we've invested so much in him. I, I think he has really intriguing upside long term. Um, you know, the guy that may be on the outstand could be Jimmy G. You know, maybe you bring back Purdy and Lance. Um, we've got a long way to go, but you know. Let's give the Jets credit. You know, we're showing what depth at the quarterback position is giving them. It's giving them some life with Mike White, and I don't think you can have enough depth at that position. All right, Mike, and one last thing has to do with uh, even though Denver lost this game, <laughs> it looked like for a minute they found themselves offensively. Russell Wilson started to look like Russell Wilson again. Could you possibly, as a, could you possibly give it like, okay, maybe they're just f- figuring out – is there anything that is redeemable from that game from a Denver Broncos standpoint, even though they got eliminated from playoffs, that would make you think Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson, this all deserves a longer look. Maybe they just need more time together. Yeah, guys, I'm hard-pressed to see how you can bring Nathaniel Hackett back. You know, this is a team that has good weapons in Hamler and Judy, Sutton. I, I, guys, I, I, I'm hard-pressed to think that they could bring uh, Nathaniel Hackett back. I mean – I don't think there's been a team in the last couple of years that's been more disappointing than them. So, uh, barring something unforeseen, I, I just don't, I can't imagine that they're going to bring back that group, uh, despite, you know, they did show some flashes yesterday, Allen, but, you know, given what they gave up to get Russell Wilson, given what they're paying him, yeah. um, not to have a chance to play meaningful games to me is uh, just a massive disappointment. Is that an attractive job? Or is it one that would have a bit of a flag because of the commitment to Russell Wilson and the uncertainty of what you're getting out of him? Yeah, I think if we were running the Broncos and we were going to hire somebody, we would absolutely just have to have, um, you know, a very like detailed sense of, hey, what can we do to get this guy to work? Because he's obviously played at a high level. I mean, coming into his you know tenure here at um, Denver, I mean, his trajectory was a Hall of Fame. Yes. And then you look again, like, this was not a big rebuild. You know, to going back to Bart's comments, you know, like, they're not two or three, you know, off-season way like Detroit may be. You know, again, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Hamler, you know. And that defense. They're really, mm-hmm. yeah, and a, and a really solid defense. Like, that should be more than enough for a team to be really competitive. So, I, um, I'm hard-pressed to think that a lot of people will look at this and say this is a great opportunity. How much trouble are the Tennessee Titans in? I mean, they took a they took it on the chin against Jacksonville, a team that they normally dominate, and now they have to go out to the Chargers, um, who may or may not have Derwin James back, but we know they can put points up on anybody. If they find themselves on the outside looking in, you know, only being at one game, um, you know, over the Jaguars within that division, what does that mean for the regime? We understand that they got rid of the general manager. We know Vrabel is safe. What does this speak as far as Tannehill? Well, I think at some point, if it doesn't get better, you know, do they start thinking about, hey, you know, we drafted Malik Willis, and is there a ceiling here with uh, with Tannehill? And do we try to maybe make our offense a little bit more like, you know, Philadelphia's? And ironically, they lost A.J. Brown to him. and just say, hey, we're going to put a really athletic quarterback right next to Derrick Henry, and, you know, we're going to build out the passing game. So, um you know what's interesting, though, guys, is like this was the one seed a year ago. They're probably yeah. going to win their division. Mm-hmm. They're not playing well right now, which is obvious, you know, very obvious. But um, I don't know. I'm hard-pressed to break things up when they're going well because sometimes the alternative is a lot worse. So 
Um, I think Vrabel's a really good coach. I, I was surprised that they fired John Robinson, given where they were a year ago, given the fact that they were going to win the division. Um, so they are their trajectory is a, a concern, but we still got a long way to go. Yeah, it's easy to say, hey, we got to blow this thing up, but you better have a plan if you do, because if you don't, it can send you into purgatory real quick. Mike, thanks so much for the time as always. All the best. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL front office insider. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We get back to your calls. We get some more of Bart's takeaways from week 14. But first, you get this from LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Creating a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs is simple, easy. It takes just minutes. And then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. You can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Bart. That's linkedin.com slash Bart. To post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. That was an overreaction. Overreaction Monday. That was uncalled for. On Barton Hahn. All right, we get back to your calls. We get back to the football conversation. We also will also get back to the Barton Hahn Christmas Song Bracket Challenge as well. But first, Bart, let's, we, we've talked, let's see, we've done a lot of Brock Purdy Niners. We've done a lot of the Dolphins and Tua and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of Eagles, Jalen Hurts, as the Eagles are now 12-1 and after just, I mean, shellacking the Giants. Can we stick a fork in the Giants? Yeah. Are you sticking we, a fork we, in them? And once again, we, like you talk about a team that was overachieving and was winning a lot of close games. Yeah. And you knew exactly it was going to be time for a market correction. And this is, is that on Dave market- no, it's not on Dayball. There was a column in the post that, that kind of like put it on Dayball, like they weren't ready to play, and man, that's on him. Man, miss me on that. They playing a team that's twelve and you know, twelve and one at the time, or eleven and one at the time. Like they've been skating by. I mean, this was a team that just tied with a team in the Commanders. That's a tough ask. Yeah, you know when you have no receivers. Well, you have no you're, offensive you're, line. Right. I mean, Daniel Jones. I, I can't believe he didn't turn the ball over. But I mean, but I mean, you you're I mean, he de- was getting he you're dependent. You coming into the season, you were hoping that you have Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony Robinson right. Shepard. Right. You got none of them. Okay. They're gone. All of them are gone. So you're sticking a fork in the Giants. Yeah, I, I got to feel I, like it. Right? I, 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 I the always, Seahawks lost. I always had a fork in the Giants. You did. They got to, they got to play. They, their only hope is to hope that the Eagles play their backup. But even their backup still may be able to be a better team because you can't rest everybody if they play the Remember, Eagles. Remember the Commanders 18. are next, right? Right again, and they're they re- and them. they're rested, right? And they're better. They have better personnel, but because of the Seahawks' loss, they have better personnel. The Lions are still, too, you know, still obviously at six and seven. The Lions are still kind of on the verge. You see it right there uh, on the app. Um, Didn't Seattle beat the Giants? You've got Seattle at seven and six. The Giants at seven five and one. Well, that's the problem is you, you, that that tie gives you the half game advantage. The Giants pretty much. Like it's almost like they have to beat the Commanders but, to stay alive. But even if they beat the Commanders, they're going to push the Commanders out and put the Seahawks in mm. because somebody that that half a game is That'd going be seven to be, six and one. And Seattle Seattle plays the uh, well, they just played the Panthers. They lost to them. So who do they play? 
Who's their next? I got to look up the schedule. The, pa- the Panthers may win. The Panthers, Panthers may win the division. How about Sam Darnold, by the way? All right, so so there's that. But how about your Detroit Lions? I mean, how about what you saw not only out of them but out of the Vikings? I mean, is this kind of do you red flag the Vikings here a little bit? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend anybody and tell you that the Vikings aren't really a, a what ten and three team. A, leg- a legit. They're not a legitimate not ten a legit, and three team. Uh, and guess what? Everybody else division winner. Yeah, and everybody else knew. Everybody else knew. They are still the two seed hey, no, in the NFC, I'm, by the way. That's what I'm saying. But everybody else knew. Listen, they're the two seed that people are lining up to play. Like, mm-hmm. let's get matched up with them to, to, to work our way into the playoffs. Right. That's interesting. Right? Well, that's, they play the seventh seed, right? Wouldn't they play the seventh seed? Yeah. And so, whether you're the Giants, whether you're the Commanders, or the or Seattle. Okay, who's who's the who's the fifth? Who's the who's the who's the sixth seed? The sixth seed right now is Washington. So it's going to be the six seed is going to be Washington. It's going to be Seattle. The Giants, Seattle, or Detroit. Those are the legit teams that could be as high as six. Yeah. And so, so if and I tell you what, if the Lions are the seven seed, you think they worried about going to Minnesota? No, they have already proven they don't have to be worried. Okay. So that's not that's not concerning you either. Um, We've already talked about the Dolphins, but we haven't talked about. Well, you have mentioned him, but but Joe Burrow and the Bengals. You know, beating the Browns was expected. And boy, I'll tell and you, it's tough. He's never beat the Browns before. Well, but again, what, what well, Deshaun he, what, what Watson's getting Deshaun Watson's getting his sea legs underneath him. Yeah, it's another week where it, you're, it's coming. You're like, eh. yeah, good, good. Thank, thank you. It wasn't a five game suspension. You <laughs> might have been in trouble. Well, wait till next year, right? That if again, if you're a Browns fan, it's all about wait till next yeah, year. It's like, it's like they they take a receipt. So yeah, laugh all you want. But Keep the, laughing. But the Bengals, remember, they and the Ravens are neck and neck for the division, so they could be a three seed. Or they could be a, a, as low as a fifth seed because, again, the whole division thing. They don't care. It doesn't matter? Well, they, they don't care. They were road warriors last year. Yeah, they were. They, they, listen, by the time we get to the postseason, they probably have beaten Kansas City, beaten Tennessee, and beaten um, Buffalo. Well, it seems, it seems and logical. Beaten, and beaten Buffalo. They're going to play Tennessee. right? If they're fifth, they're going to play Tennessee. Right? They're they, they going to laugh at that. You heard they were talking trash walking out of there. Yeah. Alex Kappa. <laughs> F y'all. Yep. They were talking, they, you know, what What really breaks your spirit uh-huh. is when the team talks trash coming in, kick your ass, and then talk leaving out. He's yeah. done that. They've done that against yeah. the Titans, who's supposed to be the bullies. Yeah. It, ta- it emancipates you. It takes your it manhood mas- away. Masculate. Yeah, yes. masculate. Yep. It, took, it takes their manhood. Yep. Like, they can't even go in there and be the big bad wolf. Okay. The last last game I want to bring up to you, get your, your thoughts on this, is is the Chiefs beating the Broncos. It looked like it was going to be a route, but that's it a, wasn't. That's, it, a good, that's a good defense. And that defense holding them to Kansas well, City to 34 points. Well, That's still a good defense. That first half was, you know, didn't look like it was going to be a, a close game. And then all of a sudden it got interesting later on as, you know, Russell Wilson and the offense just started to cook a little bit. But do, does you, do you look at the Chiefs? They're 10-3, obviously. Do you look at them and just kind of wonder that defense can get got, as you'd like to say? That's what I say all the time. Yeah. But styles make fights. See, this is the thing. They can beat the Bengals. Well, their matchup would be either the Chargers, it could be the Jets. But what what I'm saying is they can beat the Bengals or they can beat the Bills. But the issue is styles make fights. Right. And they don't want to have to go through both of them. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. they need some assistance. Right. They need somebody to beat them for us. Remember, like, the Steelers tradition can never beat the Patriots. But the Jets could. But the Steelers knew that they could beat us. 
because of the matchup and You're the style. You're talking about years ago now. Right. Obviously, right now, the right. Patriots own the Jets. Right. So it's so the issue is they don't want to have to see them. So they're hoping somebody does their work for them. Mm-hmm. That's why the fight for the bye is so important because it makes you avoid one of them, but you can't avoid both of them. And I, I think that I think Kansas City prefers without Von Miller. Yeah, they prefer Buffalo. Uh, yeah, they do not. Want to see Cincinnati? Cincinnati. They're yeah. hoping somebody beats because of the Cincinnati. history. They do not want that smoke. All right, let's the matchup to, is bad. Let's go to Kansas City and talk to Ralph real quick. Ralph, what's happening? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Hey, uh, I was just we talk about these MVPs being you know uh, Mahomes against uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts or whatever. They're they're not playing each other. They're playing the defenses and and, and and these quarterbacks, Mahomes. Against Denver, Denver had top what top five defense supposedly mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mahomes does that day in and day out. Every week he's got the top defense he's playing against. It's always something. Man. Our defense is pathetic. The Chiefs' defense, the yeah. offensive line is pathetic. They don't have a left tackle. Oh man, dude, man listen, listen. Not- I grew, I raised, I raised Orlando Brown Jr. He's not a bum. Come on now, he may not be top I didn't five. Say he's a bum. I'm just saying. You I'm said you don't have one. That said, he's a bum. You no, got Creed Humphreys. No, 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 no. I didn't say he was a bomb. And if you raised him, uh, he should be a little better because he was a stud on the field. But uh, he's going to be the highest. He's going to be one of the highest paid. <laughs> he's a two-time Pro Bowler. He's only twenty-six years old. Yeah, but what Ralph's trying to say is that he doesn't think that he's living up to the hype right now. Well, he's probably better suited probably as a right little, tackle. He's probably better. he's All probably right. better suited as a right tackle. Fair enough. But, so, so if he's if he's better as a right tackle, Ralph's right. They don't have a left tackle. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of what he's trying to say. But, but Ralph, we, we got to run here. But, th- but thanks for the call. But I, you could hear like he's a Chiefs fan, but he's also got that little bit of trepidation about just how good they can be. Yeah, it's going to make that's what I love about December. Everybody's going to make January very interesting. Exactly. Everybody. Who flawed. is the team that you're like? Wow, this really can't stop the run. So if they go against somebody that can run the ball, yep. then it, it's it's there's, tough for them. There's weaknesses. Kansas everywhere. City defense is protected by the offense, uh-huh. putting up points and making teams one dimensional, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of it. All right, so we have your calls. We'll continue with them at eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Coming up, we'll turn on the BS translator. What they said, what they really mean. That's always interesting stuff. And the next matchup in the Christmas song bracket challenge on Barton Hahn. Where are we up to now? Are we up to number nine. number nine versus number 20? This is a good one. Bart and I, we, ha- we love this one. Boys to men, let mm. it snow. Mm. Come on now. Christmas holiday. Yes. All right, that's the nine seed. Mm, nine seed. Yes. And it takes on. Oh, this is a, this is a tough one. Michael Buble. If I had a vote by request, if I had it's a vote, man, look a lot like Christmas. Are we going? Are we going? Are we going? Are we going? Who is a tough are one? Are we going famous or better song? It's, it's always about what you prefer. What yeah. sounds better? What's what like, sounds like Christmas? Feels like Christmas. And this by is, the way, by the way, Brian McKnight's in that too. Listen, to that's Buble. not just that's not oh, no, not, Boys to Men, Brian McKnight. Yeah, in the other a, song, Let It Snow. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. This is a by the fireplace. This is you know that's yeah, a classic. Yeah, Having yeah. a nice little cup. No, no. This is see, but but is, a lot of people definitely like little see, scotch, the fire. See, yeah, 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 see yeah, but yeah. here's the thing: we're aging ourselves, right? Because a lot of the voters and a lot of people that listen to us remember our demographic is a little young. You know what I'm saying? We got swag. Yeah, okay. So they may have never heard that song before. They definitely heard. Boys no, 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 no. The other song, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé's yes. song came out like ten years ago. 
That version, his version, oh, that it's like, that's not old. Michael Bublé is young. But, but, but that's an old... It's an old song, yeah. Right, so... But he put his little twist so on it. So what I'm saying is our demographic, right? All right. We're in we the we we well, projects. You And they in the projects. Let it snow is in the you know, land. You a, vote at Barton Hahn, as you can have throughout the show. And we have each what's, bracket. What's that, the PJs? Oh, we're almost halfway the, the, through it It's a cartoon show, the PJs. We all, we deep in the PJs. <laughs> so continue to vote. <laughs> And we'll continue to have more songs for you in the matchup. This has been fun because these are tough. These are not easy to vote on. The votes are coming. We're looking at them right now. We're tallying them. And at the end of the show, we'll tell you songs that move on. Next, the BS Translator and your calls. It's Bart and Han, ESPN Radio. Bart and Han. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As Barn Hahn, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number. We'll get back to your calls over Reaction Monday. As we're coming to you live from the Seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. The sun is shining now outside. I mean, we had some snow overnight. Blanket of white makes it pretty, makes it nice, makes us think about the holiday season here in the city. And uh, we're just, like I said, having our little Christmas song bracket challenge. And we picked out... 24 of the best Christmas songs, a diverse collection. We took input from everybody here on the staff, some people also that last week were tweeting at us, and we're going through some matchups early on. We have four buys. They automatically move on to tomorrow. But we'll tell you at the end of the show who survived. You just go to Barton on Twitter, and you can vote for the songs, the matchups we already have so far on the show. We will continue with it as well. But right now, Bart, Let's get ourselves into a little BS translator. A little voice pops up in the back of your mind to say, this guy who's sitting before me is telling me stories. This is the BS translator. That's why there's hope, because there's people like me who listen. With Barton Hahn. All right, the BS translator is very simple. Over a weekend of sports, we get people saying things, and then Bart lets us know what are they really saying. So here's Tua Tagovailoa. The quarterback of the Dolphins, who had another iffy performance in another loss for the Finns. And he's talking about whether or not defenses maybe have figured out this offense. I would say they're well the defenses that we've we've played have been playing exactly what what we've expected them to play, that they've put on film. Um, and you know, it, it really just goes back to the details of how we play our offense, and we're we're not all dialed in with that. So we'll, we have to go back to the drawing board, figure this out. You know, gotta gotta keep from losing. I mean, it sucks. Interesting comments there, Bart. What is he really saying? He's saying, "Hey, man, listen. The league has adjusted to what we do, and." We have to figure something out. We have to adjust to the adjustment, and I got to be better. We got to be better, and we got to go back to the drawing board because – Well, he said that they're playing what we expect, but we're not all locked in together, which kind of suggests that what we're supposed to be doing, we ain't doing. 
Nah, I mean, he threw two interceptions to linebackers. And he threw some interceptions the week before. Mm-hmm. So we, you threw the ball, bro. Yeah. So how is it we? Mm-hmm. Like, it, well, is, it could be a receiver didn't run the route the way it was supposed to go. So why did you throw it? That's a you problem. The two teams on the West Coast are dropping back deeper. You heard everybody, you know, the, the announcers talk about it. Yeah. Because they know your routes are in the middle. They're yeah. not deep. They're either shots on the outside right. Or deep digs behind linebackers, you're hoping that you're getting play action. And they're not able to run the ball efficiently enough to get those linebackers to step even more. They're getting out of there. They're dropping 12 to 15 and sitting underneath those in-between routes that you've been throwing and hitting people with. And now you got to adjust to what they adjusted to. All right, next up on the BS Translator, as you remember last night, this is what a story this was. Brock Purdy, the last pick of the draft, starting at quarterback for the first time in his career for the Niners, who have just had injury after injury at the quarterback position, starting against Tom Brady and the Bucks, and just absolutely destroyed the Buccaneers. 35-7 was the final. Purdy played fantastic. And Todd Bowles talked about the issues that this relative unknown Mr. Irrelevant quarterback presented. They didn't present any problems. He ran the offense and... You know, Kyle did a great job. Uh, they got us on two double moves, and he ran their offense. Everything we knew we were had it coming, and we just got to know. We sat up there, and in short, we got our asses kicked. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty blunt. And that's been a theme. I mean, because you got less than a 500 um, record, so you used to getting your ass kicked. Yeesh. But Ayuk with the double move, yeah. you have to give Purdy um, credit for being able to pump fake and sit in the pocket and take whatever it's going to come for for sitting in the pocket that long and making a double move and throwing an efficient ball. Now, I know Ayuk just turned around and caught it like a, a basket case because that's how far he beat the, on a double move. But you do that when you're not a good football team and you're playing a team that has good athletes and Ty Bowles hasn't had this team ready to play. That's a big story. This year. That I wonder if at the end of the season will come up. If he's on defense, his defense isn't being held accountable. And traditionally, when he was just a coordinator, they played at a high level and they were held accountable. Remember last year, all their corners were hurt. Mm -hmm. Yet, they still found themselves right there with the Super Bowl champions, ready to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that he also has the same thing that Tua said. is that We we know what's coming, but we we didn't execute, weren't prepared for it. Weren't prepared to execute. Yeah, Tua said that last week. Tua against the same team. Yeah, when he got his ass. Talk about San Francisco whooped they yeah. both of their ass. Yeah, they're they're, they're they definitely did, doing they, something. They got guys talking. Yeah, to Flor- Florida getting their ass kicked by Cali right now. <laughs> Northern Cali, anyways. Last but not least, little BS translator from one of our own, Ryan Clark. This is from Get Up this morning, and it's simply about this: Are the 49ers better? Instead of with Jimmy G, with Brock Purdy. We have the only foolproof quarterback independent team in the entire NFL, and it's the San Francisco 49ers. They built their whole roster defensively, offensively to say, what we will not do is be stuck in the Super Bowl and have to let Jimmy G 
beat Patrick Mahomes. We're going to beat Patrick Mahomes with the other 21 dudes. Now you put Brock Purdy in there, who is probably more talented, at least now, than Jimmy G is, who also understands it here after having that experience at Iowa State. They're better. This is the best quarterback play the San Francisco 49ers has gotten or have gotten the entire year. The best quarterback play they have gotten for the entire year. Do you believe in RC or are you calling BS? I mean, I think it's a bit of prisoner of the moment type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just one game, uh, one and a half games. Let's see what happens when they play a better team. Let's see what happens when he plays Seattle, a team that plays him very well and a team that knows him very well. Mm. Right. And then I can give a better assessment because anybody can come out and have, you know, we are Mike Wade and all that type of stuff. Right. <laughs> so, like, let's see what happens when they adjust to the adjustment. We can't say that. He's better than Jimmy G because at some point, the now that it's expected, not it's on film, well, that's right. let's see if he handles the pressure. Let's see if he handles the accolades, expectations, the pat on the back. Yeah. And let's see what happens when he has his first mistake and, let's and also if it compounds. Let's also see what happens when he doesn't have Debo Samuel out there. Yeah, I mean, he's, and, and, and he threw for less than 200 yards. But if those are turnovers, two turnovers or something like that, and they lose the game because of that, then the, narr- the, the narrative changes on them. Yep. So, like, let's be careful before we crown them. I know I'm having fun with it today because, you know, um, of just as exciting is something that un- was unexpected. Yeah. But now it's expected. Right. And, right. and as again, as you get deeper into the season and you start putting up a performance like this, okay, let's see it again. And you mentioned Mike White. There's a lot of these guys that, you know, have this, you know, ascension. And then you're like, all right, this, the ascension was fun, but now you got to keep doing it. All right, that's the BS Translator, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Back to the calls we'll go. Also, back to the Christmas Song Challenge, the Bracket Challenge. We are on to 10 versus 19. The 10 seed, oh, this is a classic, Andy Williams. The most wonderful time of the year. If this doesn't say Christmas, I don't know what. A classic Christmas song. Everybody knows it. They use it in commercials even. All right, but it goes up against a cult classic. What a matchup. This is the 19th seed, Run DMC, Christmas Mm. in Hollis. If you're not bobbing your head right now like Lacto is, you don't have rhythm. Mm. If you can't feel this, you can't feel. See, once again. So you you have a classic, and then you've got like this... A new age kind of, I know this is from the 80s, so not really new age, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's Upset alert. Sound. Upset alert. Oh, you got upset alert? I'm talking upset here. A 10 versus 19, this is a big one. This it is de- an upset. It depends. Like I said, upset it depends alert. on who's voting. You know what I mean? How many people voting? Well, What's it's the on, demographic? We're getting, some, we're getting a lot of votes. We love this. Several hundred people are voting on each of these. We're putting them at Barton Hunt on Twitter for you to vote. But this might be one of the tough ones. We've had some really tough matchups. We still have... What do we have left? We got four to go to finish out today's matchups. Michael we'll Buble is set to upset. Buble is in an upset. Yeah. We have upset alert on Buble right now. We do, now. 20 versus 9. A 9 versus 20, and that's a tough one versus the boys. I, I told you, man, when, once I saw Buble, I was like, I don't know, man. This, this yeah. smells All like a those Buble might have been a, it might have been seated, you know, it might have been a rough one there for the seating committee. That All of those are Renee's uh, burner accounts that he's using to jack up <laughs> Could the numbers. Could be Renee also. All right, so we continue with this. Of course, your calls as well. It's Bart and Hot, ESPN Radio. Bart and Hot. If you're watching us on the Here app, go, yo, you got to look at this. Go, it's another, can we go? Can we show that shot again, please? So it's Bart and Hot, ESPN Radio. Um, we're in New York City. 
there's headlights on on the highway. That's the FDR at right? one at one fifty, and it's not even two o'clock yet. Why are car headlights on? It's too early for that. That's all that overcast. We huh? had sun out like Look, damn. a half hour ago. You somebody, talking about, right? somebody turned the Statue of Liberty light on. Why her light ain't on yet? The torch? It should be automatic when it gets certain. When it get dark, it's supposed to pop on. Clouds coming. You in. see the torch? Turn the torch on. Yeah, the damn torch helicopter right there! Turn the torch on. Just reach down, just light that thing up. <laughs> it got the gas on. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, the pilot light went out. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Anyways, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Can we also get a shot, though, of, of Bart's uh, luxurious boots that he wore today because it did snow a little bit? It's cold. And they have. He's got them up on the table here. Some people are going to be very yeah, angered by that. Put them in my shot. There you go. I need better lighting in here. Those are. Do those have fur on it? Yeah, they do have fur. Lots of fur. And some it's spikes me. on the bottom. It's me. I mean, seriously. When no, you no, look these, at these, are so, boots, these are so you won't slip. It's, yeah, it's not. You look at these boots, and it's definitely like a mix between like something that maybe Cher and like Gene Simmons would wear. No, it's like what you wear when you go to Colorado. Show the red bottoms. You see the red bottoms? You see the red bottoms as well? No, it's like if you go into like. Um, like Chris Candy says, you can't hide money. No, it's like if you go into, um, <laughs> what do you talk about? Uh, like Colorado Sundance or something like that. You know, you need these type of boots. Need Why? some fur because extra cold there. You need you need it around your ankle. Yeah, I, I even does, got it inside. Does, I got, uh, Tyreek Hill need I got, these I, I, in Buffalo next week. I got yeah. He gonna need that's the type of cleats you need. Oh, you got the baby. You got the baby cashmere yeah, on the yeah. inside of the toe. Yeah, I think it's fur on the inside too. That's I mean those are. I just like my fabrics. I know cashmere. Mm-hmm. I just love cashmere. Very comfortable. As long as you're feeling good. Better buy a couple that. of good things than just buy a lot of. Federico okay. wants to know if you have apple bottom jeans on too. Apple bottom jeans, boots tell, with, tell, the with the fur. Tell no, like it's, it's <laughs> when it, when it get this time, it's cashmere for. Uh, I wear cashmere every day. I just love cashmere. You luxuriate yourself in cashmere. Uh, it's just so warm. It's like making love to your body. It's like rubbing yourself, giving yourself a rub. Oh, phrasing. Um, phrasing. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Podcast. You can listen live to Barton Hahn weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio or stream the video of the show on ESPN+. Bart and Hahn, the podcast.